Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. We are quick and we are popping. You don't stop. You don't want to stop popping because when the pop don't stop, you don't want to lock yourself into a room with two crazy masked individuals because you don't know which one is which. You don't know who is who. It could be it could be Ray Mysterio. It could be Andrade El Idolo. It could be the great Hayabusa. Happy birthday, boy. It could even be uh, Ray Phoenix. It could be uh, Penta El Cerro Miedo. It uh, it, it could be the Gobbly Gooker. We just survived Thanksgiving. We, we just did. survived it. Uh, I am Ron. This is Ace. There's still no Jake because uh, we are. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold. Did did you uh, Ace? Real quick, like just like outside hold, of this, okay. outside of the podcast. Did did you just get that email? Hold on, let me check my emails. Yeah, did he? Did I don't typically, but let me check. Yeah, yeah. No, check the email real quick. Uh oh snap, yeah. That's Jake a, has been future endeavored. He's been future endeavored. He has oh, been geez. future endeavored. We told him it would happen. He didn't want to listen to us. I mean, since since he left the quick pop podcast to go work for the WWE, his finger has not been on the pulse, sir. He's been brainwashed. Yeah. He's been hoodwinked. I mean, He's been bamboozled. And that's un- that's just unfortunately like sign of the times. Like he can only do so much before you get dropped. I think there was I think there was a lot of backlash about that golden egg. Oh yeah, he they I think a lot of people had a huge problem with the golden egg and he, he really wanted it. to get that golden egg over. I I'm you know, it, it seems like one of Vince's like ideas, but I'm pretty sure that Jake will uh, he he would have taken credit for it like maybe a couple days ago. But now that he has been let go by the WWE, uh, who knows? Who knows at this point? But all right, Jake, we'll see week? you in 90 days. <laughs> do, you think, do you think he'll make a statement uh, next week? Uh, he might. He might. We'll see. I mean, did you see uh, John Hennigan? Uh, posted a statement. I think maybe yesterday. Uh, what? He he said that he has he wasn't even future endeavored. He got the call from John Laurinaitis, and he's like, "Well, we well we have no use for you anymore. Uh, we we can't we can't do anything with creative. So uh, we're gonna be letting you go, uh, uh, John Morrison." And then click done. No future endeavor, no nothing. Yeah, it was something to the effect of like, uh, we got nothing. You know, we got nothing. Not even like the fact that you know he had a guaranteed gimmick that they could have ran with. Yeah, were- I mean Johnny Drip Drip. I mean, come on, come it on. It writes itself. It does, dude. The songs that you the Miz had- and Morrison like just came out with. No, no, no. I'm not gonna give any re- any. Oh, what what about what about the feud that they had with uh, one senior bad bunny? That was awesome. Like, here's the thing. When the Miz went off to do his Miz things, it probably complicated what stories they did want to tell. Um, So I'm not excusing like either way, like, oh, it's okay that they let him go because this was their plan and they just couldn't do anything like. Yeah, not excusing it. but I could I could definitely see them like having wanted to have something to do with it. Uh, 
and then like just they couldn't. Dude, you know I mean, I mean? he could have easily done something with Kevin Owens. He could have done something with Seth Rollins. He could have done something with absolutely well, that's anybody. Gonna, that's what like, I was going to say is like, you got Seth Rollins, like, they could have absolutely done something. Yeah, the Drip King and Johnny Drip Drip together. Yeah, drip, drip V Drip. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been such a program too. But I mean, I'm glad that he's taking on like Big E and all, but. Like I would have loved to see Rollins, nah. uh, Rollins Morrison, hands oh. down. Well, you know what we really would have liked to see, Rollins v Fan. Ooh, I don't know if anybody heard, but a fan decided to do the dumbest thing that you can do in professional wrestling, and take a run at a at a wrestler at a wrestler. And especially take a run at a wrestler like when his back is turned. Like it's it's one thing I'm not saying that it's okay. Let me clarify first off. It's not okay, but it's one thing to like. Roll up on a guy thinking you're about to have a fist fight because then, you know, it's a fight. But there's there's like a special level of like, I don't know, scumminess when you like wait till they couldn't defend themselves because they weren't paying attention. It completely caught off guard. He he got he got uh Brett Harded. Apparently it was the same uh the same arena too. That doesn't surprise me. Came from the same exact place. So now I don't, that being said like how does that happen? Also, that's a good question. Now what's what is interesting though is and I you know rumor mill be rumor mill. I heard that senior Fano uh, got catfished. Yeah, by uh, I heard the same Seth thing. Rollins fan account. Uh, my question is like, how does one like how does that work? Like, do you think Seth Rollins is like after my match, you me meet me in the ring? Like, I have I have no idea. Or maybe curious, like, like he was like ta- like the fan account was like talking about his mom or something. I you know. There, it's I only guess, speculation but at this like, point. It's, that's why I say, like, it's one of those things of, like, how was he catfished to provoke like that? If that makes any sense. I don't know, but where's Cash Wheeler when you need him? Well, he, we know where he, he, he will, is. He will knock a boy out. Just bam. And apparently that, that was the first time Seth Rollins appeared on that show that night. He he came out a second time uh, in full drip wear, and he <laughs> looked like he had nunchucks, and he's like swinging them around, and he's looking to his left, looking to his right, looking to his. He was having fun with it, but a lot of people were saying that how could Seth let that happen? It's like, dude, he was completely blindsided. Oh, you gotta like, love that! Like, how could you have let that happen? What do you mean? How could I have let that happen? Like. You you were in a place of safety whenever you're on the ramp when like, you know, when something's coming, because I mean, WWE is I mean, it's scripted. Jake, Jake dropped the ball yet again. Yep. He's going to say that. Oh, no, I was trying to do something like, you know, Vince Russo and whatnot. And like, Jake, come on. Come on, be real, man. You suck at <laughs> WWE. You completely. That's why you flopped. got future endeavored. Yeah, 
I mean, at also least Jake got featured every <laughs> Right, right. But at least Jake got featured in Endeavor. Like, uh, John Morrison didn't. But, like, well, the thing is that, well, I love, what was it? It, it was like a, a Harley Race. There's a weird thing that I love about the fact that uh, John Morrison got called by John Laurinaitis. Like, no, no honor among Johns. Yeah. Oh, I bet there's honor among Johns if it was like John Cena. In fact, John oh. Cena would probably be uh, firing uh, John Laurinaitis. I'm surprised that John Laurinaitis isn't fired with all the mistakes he's made, we'll say. Yeah, yeah, he's... Because, like... I think I, he sticks were... around so we could all do awesome impressions of him. Like that is that is, is the who only is like two or three people that we could who, like talk. Yeah, what's up? Who was it that supposedly fired Bray Wyatt? Uh, I think it John was Laurinaitis. And so, uh, I I mean, he's got to be paying for that, right? Like, We're, I don't know. Uh, he hasn't said uh anything yet, Mister. Well, from what Mr. I understand, Rotunda. the last. The last rumor I saw was that he was uh, working on a film project. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean who, knows? who knows if there's any validity to that? Because rumor be rumor, but yeah, but um, yeah. So here was one thing: a couple wrestlers like spoke up saying, "You know, I miss the days where if someone rushed, rushed the uh, stage, if someone rushed the ring." Um, they were going to get beat with an inch of their life. And, you know, you can't exactly do that anymore. Well, I mean, even that, like... Uh, you can't do it. I, I feel like he probably would have. No, honestly. he, he would have, but here's the thing. Seth is such a gosh dang good dude. He immediately put him in a headlock. And he tried to subdue him, keep him from moving until security could handle him. Yeah, I remember like him in the statement. He was trying to keep everyone safe. In the statement, he said he was like, uh, you know, I didn't want I didn't want to hurt the guy because obviously, like, you know, something's wrong with him or whatever. I just wanted to stop him from continuing. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So he had him in the headlock and everyone's like, dude, he took you out. Like, come on, this guy that you just tackled is a professional wrestler. He is skilled at what he does. He could move your arms and legs in ways that you can't even fathom to imagine. He, if he, if he wants to throw shots at you, he would have thrown shots at you. Yeah. If Seth Rollins wanted to hurt him, he would have hurt him. Like, yeah. Bar none. Oh yeah. So, you know, good on Seth. Seth is this is why Seth is one of the best people in WWE. Seth Rollins. I, I want him to have a belt again. I really do. Give him a belt. Yes. Is there anything going on with there, the, the United States Championship? Is there anything going say, on with every other championship? I don't recognize I anything. Uh, I was going to say caveat, because I'm all for him having a belt, too. Mm-hmm. Um. But caveat, I would like him to have a belt, just not at the expense of like big of the e. biggest E. Yeah. Yeah, it cannot be biggest E by any means. Yeah, I, 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 I'm all for but. 
Yeah, it's 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 insane. It's absolutely weird and wild and wacky. So, you know, yeah, what's up? Here's here's something that I'm I've been thinking about. Okay. Um, go for it. Do you think we're finally going to see something come out of uh, Xavier Woods, specifically uh, with the fact that? Uh, Biggie is doing his solo thing. Uh, Kofi Kingston is out with a uh, with a sprain, I believe. Didn't like, he I think it's just an have ankle a girl? Sprain. Well, yeah, that too. But like, that's why you haven't seen him wrestling is because he's got uh, like an a medical girl injury. sprain. Yeah. Congrats, um, Kofi. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. Congrats, Kofi. But like, I think that what I mean, what I was trying to get at more was like, that's why you haven't seen him in TV, because uh, technically he's not on because of the the injury. Yeah, I don't think it's anything serious. I think it was just a sprain. But, but uh, he, he needed time with his family. They just have uh, uh, their was it their fourth bundle of joy and his first daughter. Yeah, it was his first daughter because he's got the three boys and his first little girl. Yeah, yeah. Good, good on, good on, Mister Kofe. Uh, I lo- I love me some Kofe. Well, I don't think there's anybody that's like Ugh, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I don't think there's a single person. I don't think you're. I don't think you're allowed. You're you're not allowed to talk crap about uh, Kofi. I mean, even what Daniel Bryan did a uh, interview uh, recently, I can't remember. It was like if it was uh, Jawani or something like that, or what's the name? Ariel Hawani or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, where he was asked, like, what were your favorite moments in like WWE? And one of the first things that he said was having that program with uh, one Kofi Kingston. Like, yeah, I believe he also said that his favorite t- or this is DB his one of his favorite times lately in WB was when uh, when he was doing the uh, what was it? The people sh- or the planet's champion. Yes. Yes. And he didn't have to do yes chance. Yeah. The the planet's champion stuff was by far like. So it's bad because like on the one hand, it always seemed like he liked the yes chance. But then, you know, you kind of find out like, "Mm, yes, but no. Well, I think like when it comes down to it, you want to spice things up. You don't want to be put into like one role. You don't want to be what's it called? You don't want to be pigeonholed into you don't want to be typecast. That's the term. You don't want to be typecast as like, oh, this guy is the good guy. Oh, this guy is the bad guy. Mm. Uh, Brian Danielson is so great at what he does that he could just turn it on you. <laughs> like, like, on the spot, he could just turn it on you. He went from being the most loved uh, face in the company to one of the most despised heels in the company. And that just shows you how... well. It also helps that he has, like, he got a nice, like, I guess we're, like, repackaging. Yeah. Like, he went from goody two-shoot, you know, Daniel Bryan to kicking faces. 
I mean, I would I would never mess with this dude. You remember when, like, I guess there was a robbery that happened in Aberdeen, Washington. Someone stole from like uh, Brian Danielson's house, and he ran him down and subdued him himself. Probably had many many regrets. <laughs> like he he is someone that he should be feared. Brian Danielson should be feared. Like I, I don't know. I was going through stuff today, and I was like, okay, so that happened with Brian Danielson. What else happened where like they like a wrestler was in the news, but not for wrestling stuff? Um, I think it was like a road rage incident. Uh, and it happened near like Scott Steiner's uh, Shoney's restaurant. Oh, that's, I, I forget <laughs> and, that he's still doing that. Oh no, dude, that it closed down. It, it got closed oh. down. Yeah, but like at one point, like Scott Steiner, you know, Big Papa Pump, he had a Shoney's restaurant, but he wasn't in the uh, he wasn't in the news because of the restaurant. He wasn't in the news because of you know wrestling. Uh, he was an eyewitness to um, a crime where a couple gunshots were fired near uh, the restaurant. And it and you had to, the funniest thing is that in this video, they don't refer to him as Scott. Like what? What's his Reichsteiner? Yeah, they like it says <laughs> Scott Steiner restaurant owner. And in the interview, I think he, he was getting a kick out of it because he was like, he was like, you know, this guy probably cannot mention who I am. He's probably he's probably a mark. So he said the word, you know, this is kind of freak what's going on out here. I was like, oh, he said freak. <laughs> all, all you freaks. <laughs> I, I love it. I love you come it. on down to my restaurant. I'll give you a discount. You take your 33% coupon, add it to my 25%. <laughs> I'm going to run down that, that fat ass Samoa joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's uh, it's, it's great. New head cannon that, uh, Scott Steiner did like promos for uh for for his restaurant. Yeah. yeah, like as Scott Steiner. That would be cool. Mac That'd and be- cheese so so cheesy. It'll tear your face face off. Um I also saw in that video that uh Kevin Nash was like right behind him too. Like when he was doing Kevin like the ribbon like, ribbon cutting ceremony. Things. Like Kevin Nash just keeps like appearing places. Like I genuinely like Kevin Nash. I well, genuinely I mean I do too. Do. Yeah. I just mean like Kevin Nash is the kind of person that just keeps like appearing places. Like, like he was in uh he was in the Longest Yard, the one with uh, Adam Sandler. He was in that along with uh Goldberg and uh Stone Cold, which <laughs> was really cool. Um, he he was in the John Wick movies. That's that's why I say like he's he's just around. I I would love to have more uh Kevin Nash in my life. Not wrestling, not wrestling, but he's he's a gosh darn good entertainer. Yeah, he could play uh Oz. Ooh, the Wizard of? Sure. 
Yeah, he could do I'm that. Sure still, I'm sure he's still got the. Co- he still has sure like the robes the and like the hat and like the crazy beard. Oh, yeah. Mars. I did that for. Uh, so your questions that you gave. Yeah. Um, How I were they, by the way? Game. Uh, <laughs> a lot of yours, people had no idea. Really? Like there, there, there were a couple of them that like, were pre- the pure football questions that they got. Uh huh. But a lot of your like mixes, they just did not get. Well, I mean, you told me to mix it up. Oh yeah, for sure. So there they didn't some, know though, that like, uh, Brian Pillman was a former Cincinnati Bengal. No, if anything, like a lot of the the everything that went down, uh, a lot of what really ended up happening is they were like learning more than they were like guessing. Uh huh. Like a lot of them were just like, oh, wow, like, you know, this and oh, hey, I didn't know this. Like they, in a weird sort of way, <laughs> they were like being like sports informed and less sports entertained. Yeah. Um. Did they at least get the Goldberg question right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the very first question, I think you asked about uh, Tito. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they were they were immediately naming off like the usual uh, contenders, you know, like, oh, uh, Goldberg, uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, like. Tito Santana. They They never said Tito. They never said Tito Santana? No. Oh they listed gosh. everything but. Did did they get the Roman Reigns one right? Uh, the the head of the table one. Yeah, yeah. I even said nope. head of the table in that. Oh my nope. gosh! I dude, that was a gimme. I thought so too. And what was funny is I kept saying it like in a very specific way, like to make it clear, like. And now finds himself at the head of the table. And they were like, this, this means something. This is for something. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, who uses table? Jeff Hardy. And I was like, no, you're going with that. But no. <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was very entertaining. Because like I said, like, they didn't immediately just, you know, I know the answer. Uh, that was... But, that was a lot of fun, like you know, doing those questions. I, I had no. a good time, like crafting them too. Oh, I I enjoyed watching them struggle, uh, yeah. but it it was it was funny because, like I said, like a lot of them were like, "I have no idea what this is." Did I even but, have a Brock Lesnar question? Uh, not specifically, no. No, okay. Hmm. But that's what oh. was funny is they just. Oh no! Wait. It, uh. 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 You did because it was like uh, he he played this this and one of them was like the Minnesota Vikings and I was like think of a wrestler who looks like he grew up with it like or no I said think of Brock Lesnar because it was like who did Brock Lesnar originally play for and the answer was the Minnesota Vikings uh huh yeah and I was like think about Brock Lesnar think about his demeanor where do you think a country boy like himself probably grew up and they were like I don't I don't know Minnesota. They were like Miami. I was like, oh, God, you guys are the worst. Okay. Um, I I, I want to like stray away from this, but I'm genuine. Like, I'm genuinely curious. Like, okay, there was one question. Did they get Lawrence Taylor? 
Okay, so they knew who Lawrence Taylor was, but none of them could remember who, who he beat. I was telling them, like, yeah, it's like Bam Bam Bigelow. And they were like, who is that? I was just like, think of like, I don't know, like Big Show's predecessor. Yeah. Well, other than so like, Andre, but they yeah, knew yeah. they knew who he was, but Bam they didn't Bam Bigelow, know. Vader, uh, Big Boss Man, just a big old husky dude. Yeah, they like I said, they knew like who Lawrence Taylor was, but they didn't know who Bam Bam Bigelow was. That's so wild. It's so wild. Why no, what my so favorite wild? thing my favorite thing was uh after we got done with the question, was like, oh, I kinda wanna do something else. Mm-hmm. Uh and what I ended up doing was uh I came up with not on the spot, but like a little bit before, I came up with the idea of uh uh, what was the oh it was uh uh gimmick gimmicks fake or real and so what i did was i would give them a gimmick and uh they would have like i would describe the gimmick and mm-hmm. then they would have to tell me was it a real gimmick or was it a fake gimmick ah uh. and there was some that i like had a lot of fun with like i basically just uh came up with a bunch of really silly guys that I knew like would be tough. And then I came up with some that were like, Oh, this is just generic enough to you to figure it out. Um, but I think my favorite one was, uh, uh, Oh, well, wealthy businessman, uh, decides to take up wrestling and then suddenly go into politics. Oh, that's JBL. Mm, this this one wasn't one where I was describing a a gimmick. I was making up a fake one. Oh, but that was yes, that's exactly that's exactly who I was describing, and nobody got it. I was describing Donald Trump. Oh, wealthy businessman uh, suddenly gets into wrestling and then follows it up with career in politics. I mean, JBL, like he he's a financial advisor and he used to like legitimately be on. Oh, I mean, uh, like Fox News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. uh, Like, like I said, I knew I wasn't saying that you're wrong. It's just like in this particular one, you were looking for I was describing I was describing like a very specific gimmick. And so, like, if I was doing JBL, I would have also leaned more into like uh the apa and like a a bodyguard a although trying to a cult trying to explain uh, to them who ron simmons was was funny oh yeah (laughs) because he he was one of my uh question answer things yeah he was and that's what was funny is like did not get it oh it's so wild that's so wild. I mean, the award that he won and stuff like that was like a little obscure. Oh, no, that mm-hmm. was Pillman that won the, the, the Courage yeah. Award. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they did not get uh, Ron Simmons slash Farouk. And what was funny is they were like, can you give us a hint? And I was like, uh, he has a very popular uh, One catchphrase. catchphrase. That I'm not allowed to say in church. And they were like, 
What, like the F word? I was like, no, you'd be surprised oh. how that's not a popular catchphrase. <laughs> in, in professional wrestling, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, what if you what if you said it and they were like, oh, you blasphemer, not in the house yeah. of the Lord. <laughs> Darn! <laughs> Well, that's what that's what I ended up eventually Same, saying, like, like, that, like it was dang <laughs> or something like that. Like, <laughs> shoot, no, shoot, nanny, <laughs> <laughs> kerfuffle, dang old, dang it, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, just yeah, let the word, just let the words fly; it'll come to you eventually. Yeah, there were there were a couple of the the fake ones that I made up that like were like should have been clearly fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were like, oh no, that that sounds real enough. I was like, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, it was something like, oh no way! I I, I partially uh, one of them I described was uh, Jungle Boy, and they could they refused to believe that that was a real gimmick. Oh yeah, that it was a it was a kid who was raised in the jungle and now fights alongside a dinosaur. Yeah, and they were like, "No," I was like, "Yeah, his name's Luchasaurus." Yeah, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Like, I mean, you could even went extra credit. Like, who who was Jungle Boy relate or who's Jungle Boy's father? Do you not know that? I actually don't know. Oh, the the late great Luke Perry. Oh, okay. From uh, 90210. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I didn't actually know that. Yeah. Yeah, he used to go to, uh, like, wrestling shows. Like, he's been to PWG a couple times. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, Luke Perry is uh, Jack Perry's uh, father. I mean, it makes sense when you say it in that context, but yeah, yeah I just, I didn't put two, those two and two together. Yeah. Yeah, fame, famous. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, the more you know. The more you know. Is that the theme? Oh, it's like. Or something like something to that effect. Is it. Is it. Yeah, that 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 sounds right. Yeah, I mean, he's on my TV or he's usually on my TV every week. He was supposed to have a match with a QT Marshall uh, at first, but didn't. Kind of got hoodwinked. Scallywagged and kerfuffle-lighted. Bro. Yeah. Did you watch it? Please tell me you watched it. I, I watched it afterwards, yes. I didn't watch it live, but I did watch it. Me me and my friend Frank, we were, we were marking out. And the thing is that some of the references in okay, so we're talking about the MJF and CM Punk twenty minute promo to kick off of all things uh, Dynamite. Yeah, that I think what that was the first time that a promo led off a show because that's one thing that they don't do WWE. They lead off with the promo. Mm-hmm. AEW, they lead off with a match. And so we thought we were going to get a match. We see CM Punk come out and we're waiting for QT Marshall. But then you hear MJF's stupid face. Yeah. And oh my gosh, 20 minute promo clinic. This, 
if Meltzer rated these promos, that was five stars. Because that, that got me invested. Like, that, that, that promo between those two is like watching the produced promo of, of Shawn Michaels wanting to take The Undertaker for the second time. Uh, the career versus streak match. It gave me that kind of chill. Okay. I like, so a lot of people on the internet were saying, oh, well, CM Punk exposed MJF. Like he, he was right saying that he was going after low hanging fruit. And uh, he, he's just coming up with like some of the most basic things that you can talk about with, with uh, CM Punk. It's like, we all said it. But that was the entire point of the promo. You don't want to just lead off with like your best guns. Yeah. You got to lure them in, lure them into a false sense of security. And then you hit him with the stuff. Like that, that was a wrestling match in itself. You start off slow, you get a couple of nice jabs in, you let, you let offense kind of shift a little bit. And then you start swinging up to the very end. That was. That was a clinic. That was a hecking clinic. Because they even they even like put over. When a promo could put over other people without them even appearing on the show. Yeah. It's amazing. What was that? CM Punk said that uh, he wanted to fight the heart and soul of AEW, and that's why he chose Darby Allen. And you could tell MJF is like, well, I'm the best. Why aren't you picking me? Then he went on to say, you know, you're so up your own butt that you don't even realize that you were replaced on the four pillars with Britt Baker. And that's a... Like some of the shots they were both like dishing out were absolutely immaculate. Uh, the line where it's like, yeah, you like, you know, I respect you for being straight edge, uh, uh, PG punk, but you know, sometimes I have hard, hard time believing it when you look like a meth addict. Ah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, he went there. Because <laughs> you sit there and you look at CM Punk and you're like, you know what? You're not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> Still wouldn't have gone there, but yeah. Yeah, no, like they were. What was it? He even. T- MJF talked about Mr. Hustle, loyalty, and respect. And then he said, I could see. I could see you. In fact, I could see right through you. That he had just been going on a tour, saying all like just the generic stuff. Hi, uh, like I am so glad we're here in insert name, and I'm glad to be working for insert company, and I am going to completely defeat insert opponent. Like MJF was, he was. After a while, he was firing on all cylinders, but so was Punk. 
Yeah, Punk wasn't allowing anything to go through either. Yeah, the line that popped me, like, the line that made me stand up from my seat was when he said, you think you're better than everyone else? You're not even... You're not even number one. In fact, the only way that you could possibly be number one is if Tony had a daughter and you end up marrying her. <laughs> like, like Miz, both Miz and Trips were getting, were, were taking some shots. <laughs> they don't even know where they went. They were taking some strays. Right. It was Just pulling the trigger and seeing what happens. Yeah. I mean, that shout out for the Miz, though. That was cool. Because I love The Miz. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Just the... <laughs> you're just the less popular Miz. And then they start chanting, they start chanting Miz. Which I'm sure it was very pleasant to hear uh, on WWE's end. Yeah. But I mean... Okay, I'll, I'll put it like this. I hate Jim Cornette. I don't like him. I don't respect his viewpoints. I mean, you shouldn't. He's not I think he's he, subhuman. I think he's a terrible, terrible person that is living in like the Stone Age when it comes to wrestling and has not like grown up with, you know, he, he hasn't caught up with what's going on now. That being said, his uh, analysis on the promo between CM Punk and MJF, it is honestly a must listen to. Yeah. On the, was it the Jim Cornette experience? Yeah, that's what I would call it. Yeah. Like, he made some really amazing points. And one of the biggest points that he made is that AEW is not treating the fans like they are stupid. They yeah. are aware that CM Punk used to work for another company. They are aware of the stuff that happened in the other company. They're aware of the UFC matches. They're aware of all of that. And to, to not shove it down our face, but to give it like that quick, oh, here's a little inside joke for you. And trust that the fans would know and they would pop for it. That's fantastic. Oh, absolutely. And he, he went on to say what, uh, prior that CM Punk and Eddie Kingston had one of the best promos, uh, going into a match just because it's the classic. I don't like what you said. I don't like who you are. We're going to fight about it. And that is exactly what, MJF CM Punk is like I I mean what Jake and I went off saying like we would love to see CM Punk and Eddie Kingston go but the moment yeah. that MJF came on like came on board that is what I want to see I want I want main event CM Punk main event MJF that is going to like, be how do you how do you turn down either of those two like they're both fantastic. Like, yeah. I read it. I also read a theory. I read a theory on the four pillars. Is that each one of them has their own like 
mentor hmm. that Jungle Boy has uh, has Christian Cage. Sammy Guevara has Chris Jericho. Um, well, Darby Allen obviously has Sting. But when it comes to MJF, you approach that differently. It's not like a teacher teaching a student, but it's yeah. more so iron sharpening iron. And it doesn't get as hot as MJF and CM Punk. So in a way, CM Punk is preparing, even though not knowing it, CM Punk is preparing MJF to be uh, better than everyone and knowing it. Yep, yep, yep. And I think that's awesome because you, you didn't really have that mentor when it came to MJF. Mm-hmm. Because you could even say like, oh, well, there's Sean Spears and there's Tully Blanchard, but he MJF treats them like pawns. Yeah, he's not learning from them. He, he honestly, he probably doesn't even care. He doesn't even care about Wardlow. And he sells uh, FTR like mercenaries. So he doesn't have that person, you know, kind of teaching him how to become better at his craft. But he is being thrown into the fire by taking on Cookie Monster Punk. And Mm -hmm. he's going to learn from it. Because now he's the last piece of the four pillars. You have the four foundations that are backing him up now, or backing them up. And I think that's pretty cool. Like, I agreed with, like, what I was reading uh, when I read that. It made a lot of sense. Eric? Eric? Made me happy. Well, I think that whole thing, like, everything, everything about that uh, <laughs> series of events, so to speak, was, like, fun to watch. Just, like, there was, there's always uh, something happening. And you're invested the whole way instead of it just being like, oh, yeah, this would be a cool story, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But But, yeah, I think that pretty much was all of wrestling. It really was. Not not a whole lot went down in wrestling. But I'll put it like this. We didn't get quantity of a whole bunch of things. But well, the few we things we got was quality. Got quality. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you haven't watched the 20 minute promo, honestly, this is a masterclass of building up a feud. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. So, the moral of the story is go watch uh, Rampage. Good things happen on there. Go watch Dynamite. Things are guaranteed to happen on there. And maybe just watch SmackDown because Raw doesn't really have a whole lot going for it right now. Yeah, I mean that's just me. Yeah, I mean I I I just wait till uh, Simon Miller (laughs) to come out with uh, the uh, YouTube video the day after when it comes to WWE. Yep, yep. And if he says it's good, I'll watch it. But if not, then I you know. At this point, if it's not a golden up. I'll I'll just listen to what he says and take it as gospel. 
just give me the finger of power. Let me know what I need to do. Yep, exactly. That, that's, <laughs> unfortunately, that's generally how it goes nowadays. Yep. But uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, good luck to these homeboys next week. I will be out of the country. Uh, so, so we'll to- wait, wait, wait. I have to do this on my own next week. Uh, Jake should be back, he said. J- but Jake can't be back. Well, you'll have to record an illegal podcast then. Okay. We're we're going rogue. We're going rogue. Yeah, yeah I do believe it's you and Jake next week. Okay. So all right, I uh, won't tell. Gird your loins. Um prepare big, yourself. Big your ease. Big your big ease. Your, big your ease and small your uh crown your woods. <laughs> crown your woods. Yes, respect him. King Xavier Woods. Yes. My uh, liege. Yes, my liege. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Give that real, man real quick. I, I, know, I know that we're about to end, but real quick. Did you watch the, um, the new promo for uh, Peacemaker? Yep. So good. Yes, so good. So good. Okay. All right. <laughs> you can tell the man behind the mask knows exactly what he's crafting. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird. Right. He he cuts this great monologue. I don't know why. <laughs> Fine speech. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, Good night, everyone. Follow Ace of Spades card. Uh follow Jacob Derek Six, both on Twitter. Follow Quick Pop Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to rate us that five star, seven stars if it was the Tokyo Dome. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Tell all your friends to subscribe to the Quick Pop Podcast, the quickest, the poppiest uh, wrestling podcast on this side of the Mississippi and the other side of the Mississippi. Uh, don't follow me. Don't follow me because that's that's not good for your health. Um, I'm just you gonna could, say you could get mesothelioma. Um, I'm just gonna say. You constantly say don't follow, but the best way for them not to follow is if they just didn't know it existed. So it's like this weird form of like it never existed. I don't promo, have a Twitter, but not a promo. I don't have a Twitter. You're right. I don't have a Twitter. Twitter is the figment of your imagination. Uh, the Twitter is like the Firefly Funhouse. Like, does it really exist? You hear about it, but does it really? Yes. All right. <laughs> anyway. Go to bed. Night. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the hosts of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.